Have I been talking about Rodgers that much? Is this something that I've been doing to the point? In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! In the Big Ten Championship! He's in And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. And Eric Fry. Because they won a game, and they still will not be ranked again this season. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, uh, welcome in to an overreaction uh, Monday here on this fourth day of December. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you, and we're hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. And uh, coming up for you, we got a good show lined up for you, as always, on a a post-weekend. Lots of stuff to get into, lots of stuff to uh, talk about, including some things that happen in the uh, local sports world on a Friday and a Saturday. And we get set for the schedule for tonight's uh, girls basketball, including over on our sister station, Jack FM, a big NTC matchup that's going to be on those airwaves uh, tonight. And we'll hit up on everything that happened in the NFL from yesterday, all the outcomes there, and get our opinions on that. Of course, the post weekend, we got to give you the top three moments from the uh, sports weekend. Uh, lots of stuff happening, and we narrow it down to uh, three, as well as we got to hit up on college football as well. I know we don't normally uh, hit up on that, but uh, something went down on Sunday yeah. morning there. The four teams were decided for the uh, playoffs, so uh, that is worth talking about here uh, today as well. And we'll explore our pick'em and see how well that went as we played football pick'em. So check that out and probably get to that at some point in the uh, podcast. So, uh, And then whatever we don't get to here in the Treasure Show, we get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of fashion. If there's anything that comes out of those winter meetings going down in Nashville, we'll see what happens there if we have any news. I mean, we already had one trade. Yep. With the uh, Mariners. Yep. Something happening here. Mm. They're unloading some people and mm. unloading cash. Also have a report on the most highly sought after free agent, Travis. Uh-huh. A report came out this morning about where a certain superstar has visited. Mm. And it's not Nashville. So we'll see where uh, Blake Snell <laughs> visited. <laughs> 
see where he's uh, yes. he's going to yes. be going. Yes. That's, of course, who you would be referring to there, I'm assuming. Actually, actually it was Wade Miley. But, oh, yeah, Wade, yeah. Miley. Wade Miley. Yes, of course. His signing's coming coming out. It should be finalized very soon. So ah, we'll, well, very we'll. break in with that. <laughs> yes, that he's is. He's an older pitcher, Travis. That's right up your guys' alley. Right up our alley. Of course. Of course it is. But he doesn't have one criteria. He has not played for the Cardinals yet. Well, so. and, and he doesn't want to be there. So those so, are some criteria yeah. that is very important. Maybe, maybe according maybe. to our organization, there. Of course, the starting lineup would not be possible without Wingman Meets, Tingley Insurance Agency, and Worth Computer Repair, and at the top list is State of Bank. So a shout out to those folks there. All right, so we got a lot to get to here today. So we need to waste no more time, and we need to get right into it. And it's first things first, right now. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off in a college of football. Of course, the talk of the last 23 are now officially 24 hours. It's been the release of the college football rankings, the playoff rankings, and the top four teams. And uh, things got started there on a Friday night in the mm-hmm. Pac-12 championship. And uh, Washington, underdogs in this one. And uh, they ended up beating Oregon again. And that was a 34-31 final. So... Uh, we knew that on Friday, yep. when they won, Washington did. They were thirteen and zero. Yep. So that virtually guaranteed them a spot mm-hmm. in the playoff. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, that at, is where they got to. At the very least, we knew it knocked Oregon out. Right. We knew Oregon would not be there. Mm-hmm. Everything goes according to plan. You would assume Washington would be there as well. And uh, they end up being revealed as the number two team there and uh, we also had in the uh, uh, big 12 championship it was a uh, texas taking care of business against oklahoma state 49 to 21 and uh, so we knew that uh, texas was uh, still alive yep. at that point uh, but there were seven at the time yep. and then as the day unfolded the uh, final three well michigan 26 to nothing over iowa yeah the uh, point spread for Michigan hit and the under hit as well. Yep. What a, you were happy for that. What an absolute beautiful way to close out the Big Ten West. Yeah. I was representative, not even not even a single point. <laughs> yep. Uh, so then uh, that pretty much locked in Michigan as well. By the way, 155 and, yards for the Iowa offense oh, in that game. Man. I mean, I know they were on their like third string quarterback, but my goodness, Still. <laughs> didn't muster up a single point nope. uh, there. And more to come about that game a little bit I'm later. Sure. Just a little spoiler alert. Uh, so then uh, it was revealed that Michigan took home the uh, top uh, spot as uh, they were number one because that happened because the unthinkable happened, or maybe it wasn't quite unthinkable, but. The chaos, one of the main chaos scenarios happened. It was Alabama uh, winning over Georgia. Georgia made it a little bit closer. Mm -hmm. Uh, It ended up only being a three-point game. But if you watched it, you knew that Alabama 
I don't want to say dominated the game, but they clearly deserved to win this game. Mm-hmm. And they won 27-24 uh, to take the SEC championship. Yeah, and, you know, this was one of those scenarios that we had talked about, about what does this cause to happen. And Georgia came and, and won and ended the two-year winning streak of Georgia. And then immediately it was, okay, well, what does this do for the playoffs? And we'll talk more about that coming up in just a moment. But this was really the big linchpin of a game. This is the one yeah. that was going to send everything else into chaos mm-hmm. and determine everything else going on. Right. Because if Georgia goes and takes care of business, there's no arguments. Yeah. Everything's basically done at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and then uh, the uh, last uh, game of the uh, ninth ACC uh, championship that was really had uh, playoff implications was Florida State. Uh, they didn't look great against Louisville and ended up uh, being just like Iowa. It's a low-scoring affair. 16-2-6 was the uh, final score. But Seminoles got it done without uh, Jordan and uh, Travis, and uh, that uh, defense was elite and Ended up winning the game in the ACC Championship, and they are 13-0 on the season. And then the playoff rankings were revealed on Sunday morning. Michigan, Washington in Georgia with a loss out. They are at number six. And so two-time defending national champions Mm -hmm. loses at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. I know I was kind of calling for them to make the playoff even if they lost, but uh, sitting here today, I'm fine with it. Uh, it's a bummer that they're not going to be able to – they haven't lost in 744 days or whatever it was, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden uh, at a bad time, they're they're out. Um, and then it was uh, revealed that Texas was uh, number three, and then if it couldn't have got any more controversial, it happened to the uh, four, and it be in Alabama in, and Florida State was left out at number five. ACC champs, 13-0. They're out. Seminoles, nice knowing you, but we got to have the Crimson Tide in here. We got to fill out our uh, SEC quota and have an SEC team in here at least. So uh, Alabama slides in there at number four. So it's Michigan, Washington, Texas, Alabama in the playoff. All right, I'll, I'll let you go first, Travis, because I have a lot I want to say. <laughs> a lot. Um, I have... I have some things to say as well here. I mean, I've watched over the last 23, 24 hours of opinions being uh, thrown out here, this and that. I've seen the tireless, lazy argument of bringing up uh, TCU last year and how they didn't deserve to be there. And they look what happened in the national championship. They got blown out. Mm -hmm. But people forget. That was the national championship. Yeah. So TCU still had to win their semifinal yes. game, which they did easily yes. over Michigan. Yes. Though to say that TCU didn't deserve to be there is just wrong. Mm-hmm. But it was what the game last year was what it was. Mm-hmm. But let's just call it for what it is for what I see. I mean, poor old Washington, that doesn't really help my argument here. But let's just say what it is. This is not the four deserving teams in the playoff. This is a business. This is show business. These are three of the four biggest brands in college football. Mm-hmm. We just had to throw Washington in there because we couldn't leave two 13-0 teams out. And the Pac-12 over the course of the season has been the best conference in college football this year. But you can't tell me that this is 
what this is all is. Uh, we're afraid that Florida State's going to get blown out in the semifinal with mm-hmm. their backup quarterback because they haven't looked good against Florida, which is an SEC school, by the way. I don't care if it's up, down, whatever. Right. They're right. still an SEC school, and they still beat LSU, I know, earlier in the year. But let's not hold that that game mm-hmm. uh, against them because let's not hold it against Alabama for losing early in the season right. to Texas right. as well. Michigan, Texas, Alabama, they're here for ratings. They're here for the brand awareness. And let's just call it for what it is. And the college football playoff this year, what a way to end it on a top four top four teams getting in. You end it with some controversy there. Florida State sucks for the coaches and sucks for the uh, players. And let's just call it for what it is, show business. You say it sucks for the players and it sucks for the coaches. And I couldn't agree with you more, Travis. Because the only reason Florida State is not here is because one player got injured. Yeah. Jordan Travis got injured. Florida State still won every game. Uh, but this team but, isn't 13-0. But, 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 but it was it was the 55th best strength of schedule. So what? They beat everyone in front of them. They're a Power 5 team. Quit moving the goalposts. Yeah. Quit moving the end zone to them. Right. This is why, Travis, and I'm going to... I never thought I would say this, but here on this Monday morning, I'm going to say it, Travis. As bad of a system as it was, and it was a bad system. It was awful. And days like this, I miss the BCS. Because at least then I could say it was a computer who made a mistake, and it wasn't people's bias that came into play. And that's what this was. This is people's bias of, as you said, needing the network, wanting the views, and everything like that that goes into a personal choice that made this happen. Because you know now what the story is? I can see it in the committee's mind while they're sitting here. First of all, they came up with the argument of why Alabama's in. Mm -hmm. Then there's the story of, well, we know Washington, they're they're there, but they weren't supposed to be there. They were the underdog in their own conference championship against a team they've already beaten. So they're going to get beat by Texas. Yeah. So then all we need is Alabama, who this is now the second time they've been the fourth seed. By the way, last time they were a fourth seed, they won the national title. Ooh. So they're a fourth seed. We just need them to beat Michigan. And then you have, Travis, the rematch of Alabama and Texas from earlier in the year for the national championship. And we have that story. And Alabama can win it. And then it can say, see, they were the best team. Right. We knew what we were doing. You all were wrong. We knew it all Florida along. State wouldn't have beaten Alabama. So, therefore, we were right. We knew what we were doing, and it's because you manufactured it. Yeah. Now, I will say this, okay? When you look at Florida State's schedule, Florida State had an easier schedule than both Texas and Alabama. There is no denying that. That is, that is not what I'm going to sit here and argue with you about. Mm-hmm. Florida State, Travis, has not beaten a team in the top 10. Hmm. That that is a big that's a big thing to me. Yeah. Whereas Texas is 1 and 0 against the top 10, Alabama's 1 and 1. Strength. Yeah. Florida State did that. Didn't matter. They did it. They did what the committee asked of them. Right. And they... the other argument is Travis, for me anyways, If you had this little confidence in Florida State, then you should have moved them before the last rankings of the year. 
Yeah. You should have moved him to five at that point. And then none of us are sitting here going, okay, there were five at the last one. It makes sense they're not in because the committee was losing faith in them because of Jordan Traps. I would be a lot less upset about that. Yeah. But you left them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they still went out and won. Week. Against what you're saying, against what the committee wanted, they went out and won. Yeah. Good, bad, or ugly, all that matters is that you won the game. And they right. did that. And so I feel awful for those kids. And I feel awful for those coaches. And I feel even worse for Jordan Travis because he knows his injury is the reason why this happened. Right. If he's on that team and they win as they have been playing all season long, no doubt they're in the playoffs. But because yeah. he was injured and it wouldn't be good TV, mm-hmm. they're missing out. And his teammates are all missing out. And he has right. to bear that. Yeah, he has to go on X and say that, I wish I would have broke my ankle earlier. Earlier in the year. <laughs> yeah. And let's not forget Travis. To show Travis, what this team is about. No, it wasn't, it wasn't a pretty game. The quarterback who was in there, Travis, wasn't even their backup. It was their backup backup. He had attempted nine passes all year. I know. And they still went out and beat a top 25 team. Yeah, I was a little salty about that for entertainment purposes. I know when you I, were. When I saw the third string was in, but, but they still went out and beat a top ten, <laughs> a top twenty-five team. Right. Yeah. I again, quit moving the goalposts. Quit saying this is what you have to do. No, this is what you have to do now, because it's not fair to the kids, and it's not fair to the coaches, because they did what was asked of them. Yeah. So I here's mean, what I hope happens. Won all their games, conference champion. Nothing, there wasn't more that they could have did. Nothing tells me this is what's going to happen, Travis. But I hope this is what happens. Mm-hmm. I hope Florida State turns down the bid. Yeah. I hope they turn down the bid. Yeah, they're slid into the Capital One Orange Bowl against Georgia, yeah. of all teams. What does it matter? <laughs> What is it? We're undefeated. What happens, Travis, if they beat Georgia? Right. Uh, well, they should claim that they're national champions. They should. They'd have more of a reason than UCF did a few years ago. Yeah. They didn't even get an opportunity. Right. They shouldn't deny it. They should say, we are not going to play in this game. Because, obviously, it doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could see them boycotting the the game, but then it kind of was like, all right, we're going to go this one last statement. We're going to be at Georgia, and then we can claim that we're 14-0, that we're the uncrowned national champions, and kind of a one last statement on the season that Especially, the players can make. And again, Travis, the egg on the face of the playoff committee, if Florida State goes out and beats Georgia, Mm-hmm. Georgia beats Georgia, who was number one entering this weekend, who lost by three points to Alabama. Yeah. Florida State goes out and beats them in the Orange Bowl, finishes the year undefeated. And then let's say that Alabama or Texas, with one win, win the playoff. Mm-hmm. Florida State would be the only undefeated team and not be the national champion. Right. How is that going to look? Yeah, I know. We couldn't get to 12 teams fast enough. Exactly. Because Travis. Exactly. If we had 12 teams. Uh Uh-huh. I have it. Are you ready? Yeah. So it would be Michigan 1. Of course. Washington 2. Mm-hmm. Texas 3. Alabama 4. 
our first round games. We'll start at the bottom, work our way up. So the winner of this game would play Washington. Your first round game would be Penn State and Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Winner would Look play Washington. Big Ten matchup yep. in round one. With the winner playing Washington. Mm -hmm. Next, we'd have the 11 seed Old Miss and the 6 seed Georgia. The winner yep. of that would play Texas. SEC yep. matchup there. Your 8 9 would be Oregon and Missouri. The winner of that would play Michigan. Yeah. And then we have the 12 seed Liberty taking on the 5 seed Florida State. Mm -hmm. The winner of that would play Alabama. Yeah. I want 12 teams now so Florida State can beat Liberty and then go and beat Alabama. Yeah, right. It's like, is that is that enough? Is that the enough to prove that we belong? No, because people will say, well, Oklahoma missed out and LSU missed out. Right. Oh, LSU. LSU, the best three-loss team in the country. Yes. Apparently. Yes. More deserving than Liberty. Yes. Yeah. But Liberty's a group of five. You got to have one group of five team there. Exactly. Yep, that's one of the. Yeah, it gives the little all also Rams a an, a one in one in twelve opportunity to prove something. Yeah, and uh, Liberty they ended up are going to match up with the Ducks of Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl. Yep. Uh, the uh, semifinal games, the Alabama Michigan game is going to be the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Mm -hmm. So I mean, another reason. Oh, hey, Rose Bowl, all about tradition. Yeah. We gave you a Big Ten school, but then you also get Alabama yeah. as well to yeah. come to the Rose Bowl. Yep. And then in the uh, Sugar Bowl, it's Texas versus Washington. And Texas right now, early four-point favorites in that one. Michigan, one-and-a-half-point favorites in that semifinal game. And then the uh, championship will conclude on the 8th of 2024 in the – uh, Texan Stadium there in Houston. So, ooh, Texas can get there. Texas in their home oh, state. Yeah. Potentially yep. go up against Alabama for the national title. You want to hear something amazing, Travis? Mm-hmm. I know you, you have it pulled up here. Let me let me pull it up, too, um, so, so we can look at this together. And that is looking at the final college football um, rankings for the uh, – the playoff rankings. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. You look at that top ten right now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Michigan, Washington, Texas, Alabama, Florida State, Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon, Missouri, and Penn State, right? Yep. This time next year, one of those will not be in the SEC or the Big Ten. Yeah. One team, and that's Florida State. Don't tell me there's bias. The one team who's not in one of those two mega conferences gets out undefeated. Don't tell me there's not bias. Right. Well, and then uh, I, they would point out that they actually have multiple people on the committee from the ACC. Yep. But there also could be a little bias there of, you know, there was some rumblings of Clemson potentially wanting out Florida State as well, potentially mm -hmm. wanting out mm -hmm. of that conference. Yep. And Tells you everything that you need to know that the AP top 25, the top four teams are Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Florida State. Yep. And the coaches poll, it's the same thing. Otherwise, Texas is out in that one yep. as it's Michigan, Washington, Florida State at three, and Alabama at four. Yes, yeah, we want to say technically tied with Texas, but Alabama in the coaches poll got three first place votes. So Florida State, by the way, moved up in the coaches poll. <laughs> yeah. So not only did the coaches – keep it the same they actually moved them up 
because that's mm-hmm. what they think of him. So, yeah. Again, to me, Travis, the committee got this wrong. Yeah, they got it wrong, and it was because they were so scared of there being no SEC school. The entire Southeast won't watch the playoffs. They're not going to watch. Like no one's going to watch from the SEC country. We got to have someone from the SEC there. It's the best yeah. conference in football, Travis. Exactly. That's how ESPN markets their college football games. Yeah, especially now that the SEC is coming to ESPN in 2024. Yep. yep. So, guess what? SEC, you still would have gotten a school there. It'd just be Texas who joins next year. Exactly. Yeah, you would have got one. You still would have gotten someone there. But, uh, yeah, you got two SEC schools and you got two Big Ten schools. There we go. Yep. I like it. And they're playing each other. So, we're going to figure out which conference (laughs) in 2024 is going to be the best in 2023. Exactly. There you go. We get it. We get it now. <laughs> dumb, Travis. It was uh, Florida State out, Alabama in uh, to the uh, football playoff. That's been the talk of the sports world uh, the past 24 hours. All right, uh, so uh, let's move on and let's hit up on uh, some uh, local sports next. And let's take a look at some uh, basketball that happened over the weekend. Coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. In 2021, the Effingham County Sheriff's Office received over 200 reports of fraud, forgery, and scams. This is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons reminding you that if someone contacts you that you don't know with an offer that sounds too good to be true, it is. Please shop with our local trusted area businesses and craftsmen who work hard to maintain their reputation. If you think that you've been the target of a potential scam, call your local police to report it. You may prevent someone else from being taken advantage of. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. JR Collision, five stores strong. From St. Louis, Effingham, Shelbyville, Greenville, and Teotopolis, we want to say thank you for letting us be a part of your communities. We would like to invite everyone to stop by our shops so we can show you around. Let us answer any questions you have about any of the repair procedures, scans, or calibrations that may be required to get your vehicle back to the safe vehicle you purchased. Whether you are a customer already or just curious, please stop by any of our JR locations. JR Collision Centers, 877 525 5722. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. And now... 
but I think that it would be just funny if Ohio State, after Dabo ranked them number 11, they come in and whoop some Clemson Tiger butt, and the last image of Trevor Lawrence is him crying his eyes out, losing in a semifinals, knowing that he's going to Jacksonville and to NFL purgatory. The starting lineup. So what we found out on this episode of the podcast, by the way, is that Travis is very vengeful and hurtful to others. Absolutely. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. Let's take a look at uh, some uh, local sports. Some local sports uh, that happened on Friday and uh, this weekend, including a couple of games that happened on our family of networks here. As on a Friday, it was Altamont victorious over Vandalia 68-53 to was the uh, final score there. As uh, Altamonte came out and uh, Vandalia on their first few possessions turned the ball over and then that was vintage Altamont offense of turning their uh, those turnovers into uh, points and uh, they just carried that through the rest of the game and yeah in the middle part of the game uh, their offense in the half court still uh, was kind of how it's been the previous uh, couple of games but uh, ultimately, coming out with the win, uh, Elam. He was Dylan Elam was hitting the threes as he had four of them on Friday, and he had 18, and that was tied for the team lead in the game with Kada uh, Miller. He had a big second quarter there, and that allowed him to have 18 points in the win as well. And Eli Miller was also in double figures there as well, and he had 12 in the contest. McManaway was right there. Uh, he had nine in the contest, but, uh, you know, ultimately Vandalia just couldn't overcome that uh, bad start that they had uh, to the game. Um, you know, they, they fought, but just uh, the bad start ended up doing them uh, there mm-hmm. as uh, Altamont had a 23-10 lead after one quarter, and uh, Vandalia actually outscored Altamont in the third uh, but uh, just uh, too much of that early deficit to overcome there. And Altamont, 3-0 and now. Vandalia, they were 1-3 and at the time, but they changed that on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But Altamont, uh, another solid win yep. on Friday night. Yep. So uh, we look forward to uh, the uh, win, and we look forward to uh, the uh, matchup tomorrow. should be a fantastic game between Altamont and Newton mm-hmm. there in Newton uh, tomorrow night for the Indians and Eagles. We'll see what uh, the Eagles did this weekend as they had a big matchup on a Saturday. Uh, elsewhere in the uh, NTC on Friday, it was a St. Anthony picking up the win over North Clay, and it was a 70-38 to final score. St. Anthony 27-9 in the third quarter outscored the uh, Cardinals, and that kind of was what propelled them. Uh, to the win uh, there. Looks like uh, Brock Fierde and Wessendorf both had 14 in the contest, and Schmidt led all scorers, though, for the Bulldogs at least. He had 15 in the contest uh, there. And so that was an NTC game. So St. Anthony with a win there, starting off their conference season strong there. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Elmo Brownstown, and they won over Neoga 60 to 50 
was the uh, final score there. As it was, um, SEB actually uh, trailed 11 to 7, and uh, then uh, they also used a big second half, particularly in the third quarter, uh, there to get the uh, win. As it looks like Atwood had a big game of 26 to get the comeback for St. Elmo uh, there. And also it was a Schwab in double figures as well with 13 for SEB. It was also a Dietrich getting the win over Windsor's two straws of 71 to a 37 was the uh, final score there. Gephardt led the way for uh, Dietrich. He had 29 in the uh, contest uh, there as Dietrich 25 to 8. They led after one quarter and then it was just on. Uh, from there, uh, Meinhardt led the way for the Hatchets. He had 16 in the contest, but Dietrich pulled out a ATC win as well for them. And in the Apollo, it was East Peoria over Taylorville, 46 to 30. And then Lincoln Prairie, it was Citroen M over Unity Christian, 51-24. Leroy over Sarah Gordo, 63-43. Watsika won over Arthur, 51-40. And a game that you heard over on WCRA, the one that uh, Eric was at mm-hmm. and covering there in Hudsonville, is Cumberland winning its OPH. And this one was a 53-45 to final score. For the Pirates, yeah, the it, dub. it was a dog fight, Travis. It was a street fight. We had <laughs> 50 fouls in that game. Wow. Uh, you know, we had 30 turnovers. It was there were players bleeding. We had technicals. We had a player oh, fly out. We it it started in the JV game. We had a player bleed in the JV game, and you knew at that point the tempo was set. Yeah. And it was a physical game but the pirates got the win out rebounded so. oblong pal hut which was surprising because pal hut had some pretty tall players on their team um but cumberland got them into foul trouble early and they couldn't really be much of a factor and mm-hmm. zach Harmon, travis double double 20 points 13 rebounds wow. and uh, kelby beerman had 16 points as well for the pirates so if those two players can kind of start finding their own and finding where they fit offensively and stepping up offensively that will really help the Cumberland Pirates moving mm-hmm. forward. But yeah, um, a big win. You, you get to, to two and three on the season, and uh, you needed that win before tomorrow night's tussle with Casey. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be a, a good one there with yep. uh, the Warriors. Yep. And out tomorrow I'll be seeing uh, Casey in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. as well. So um, we'll see what happens there uh, tomorrow night, or and we'll talk about it. Uh, tomorrow as well uh in the uh, little line it was newton winning over uh, paris and that was a 63 a 26 a final score as it was Nichols leading the way for the eagles he had 19 we also had gear with a 16 and a beerman with 13 uh newton got off to the 20 to 13 a lead and outscored paris in every quarter uh, from there, uh, so they picked up the win on Friday. It was Mount Carmel winning over Marshall, and that was a 47-2, to 46 final. As we had in that game, uh, they got a steal and layup for Mount Carmel with about four seconds to go, and that earned them the win mm-hmm. against Marshall. It was only over Robinson, a 46-39, and Lawrenceville won over Red Hill, 70-41. to Tuscola over South Fork, 63-33. In the uh, South Central, it was Carrollton over Gillespie. Uh, Staunton winning over Calhoun. Uh, Athens over North Mac. And Roxana winning against Piasol. And uh, then on a Saturday, 
They had uh, some basketball in the girls' side. We had FEM pick up the win over North Clay, and that was a 62-17 final score game as it was FEM leading 21-3 after the uh, opening quarter uh, there. Looks like Martin led the way for uh, FEM. She had 20 in the uh, contest there to lead the way for the Hearts, picking up a win over the Cardinals. It was Mattoon winning over Normal University, 57-36. Mount Zion winning over Muhammad Seymour, 59-30. We had Paris winning over Sullivan, 38-31. And the Little Illini, Mount Carmel, is winning big over Murfreesboro, 81-16. Tatopoulos also picked up the win over Olney, 53-20. T-Town got off to the 14-9 lead, and Extended that out at halftime, and they never looked back um, there. For the uh, shoes, picking up a, a W, looks like uh, Probst led the way for the shoes. She had 14. That's Chloe Probst, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have in Central Illinois, we had Leroy over Warrensburg Latham, 46-38. Royal Forsyth over Macon Meridian, uh, 66-21. And we also had a Brownstown uh, winning over Weber Township, 58 to 21, as well. In a boys' basketball, it was the uh, home opener there for Tatopoulos against Tolono Unity, and uh, Tolono ended up getting uh, the uh, win on a Saturday, kind of spoiling the uh, festivities uh, there for T-Town. Uh, but uh, T-Town actually had the 14 to 10 lead after one quarter, but uh, Tolono came back and uh, took the lead. They're at halftime and a strong fourth quarter for the Rockets. Uh, got them the win. Uh, Gaddis led the way for the uh, shoes. He had 19, and Niebergi added 17 for its topless. And it was also uh, St. Elmo picking the win over Tri County, and uh, that one was a uh, final score of a 62 to a 47 final score there. As it was SEB with the 18 to 12 lead. After uh, one quarter, and they never looked back there. And the uh, uh, Marion Black Diamond Harley Davidson shootout, FEM was a participant there. It was Marion getting the win over the Hearts, 69 to 39 was the final score. Uh, it was a Central over Mattoon, a 56 36. Mount Zion over Muhammad Seymour, 62 to 42. Charleston won over St. T, 61 54. Uh, Lincoln Prairie had a Tuscola winning over Oka Valley, 81-67. And Shelbyville over Arcola, 46-35. Um, elsewhere in the uh, Little Illini had Marshall falling to Monticello, 52-43. Wesleyan uh, won over Lawrenceville at that Marion shootout as well, 41-40. And this one was a good matchup in Mount Vernon as it was a breeze of central picking up the win over Newton 64 to a 35 so you know uh, the game had some hype to it but uh, breeze central ended up taking control early on there 18 to 5 Newton they tried to get back in it but uh, they were outscored there in the second half for a breeze to pick up the W uh, there looks like a Nichols also led the way for the Eagles on Saturday as well. He had 10 in the contest, but Bree Central is a good team. So uh, they just won the St. Anthony 
Thanksgiving tournament mm-hmm. as well. And it was all in the over. Carbondale there at Marion as well. 44-39 was the final score. Uh, Vandalia said that they uh, came back on a Saturday as it was their home opener. And they won against Macon Meridian. And that one was a 57-55 a final score. And Wade Brainin got the game-winning bucket at the buzzer for Vandalia to pick up the win. And a junior high girls basketball from Saturday as well. In the seventh grade, we had uh, Sigal St. Michael winning against Orantoul 25-2. And uh, they uh, fell, though, to in the uh, semifinal. Washington State Park won over Sigal St. Michael 39-11. So uh, Sigal will play uh, for third place in the uh, state tournament in seventh grade. And our two area representatives in seventh grade and two A didn't fare so well. Mount Pulaski won over Paris Crestwood forty to fifteen to eliminate them, and Springfield Calvary won over Villa Grove thirty three to thirty. But Topless they fared uh, very well in the three A state tournament as they're going to be playing for a state title because they won over Monticello forty four to seventeen, and uh, then they also won a thirty three. To eight as well. Uh, Piasel won in their first game against Stanford Olympia 37 28, but then fell to Williamsville uh, 35 24. So Topos will play for State, and Piasel will have to settle for an opportunity at third place in 3A. Uh, well, that was it for the uh, weekend action. Local sports uh, for tonight in girls basketball. You got to Topolis uh, traveling into uh, Pena in the NTC. We got some NTC matchups here at Neoga, South Central, and also North Clay at Dietrich. And then uh, another NTC uh, battle. It's uh, St. Anthony against Altamont there at the Inlow Center. And we'll have coverage for you over on uh, Jack FM tonight when the Indians and Bulldogs do Battle, always fun when these two teams mm-hmm. uh, get together over the last couple of uh, seasons. I go, I know Grace Nelson's put up some big numbers against St. A in the past. And St. Anthony has a solid squad there. Only one loss on the season with the Vonner Hyde and Rural and company leading the way for St. A. And looking forward to that one at the Inlow Center. Martinsville, they're at Brownstown, St. Elmo, and Shelbyville is at CHBC. Uh, Mattoon hosting uh, Salem and Apollo action. Uh, Lincoln Prairie at uh, Villa Grove at Cerro Gordo. Argento, St. Tri-County. Arcola at Ocot Valley. Unity Christian Blue Ridge. Heritage at Sullivan and Cumberland making the trip to Arthur against all up. Little Illini, you got Newton at Edwards County. Paris hosting Marshall. Lawrenceville at Mount Carmel. And Casey is at Robinson uh, in the Central Illinois. Uh, St. Thomas Moore is at Tuscola. Warrensboro Latham hosting Tremont. Central A&M is at Athens. South Central, you have Flora against Vandalia. Roxana at Staunton. Piasol hosting a Bunker Hill. And we also have a couple matchups in boys basketball tonight. Heritage hosting the Danville Schlarman. And the Macon County tournament begins as well. And it's Tri-City versus Warrensburg Latham. And Argenta against Decatur St. Teresa there to begin the Macon County tournament. Mm-hmm. And the full schedule is up on our website, fmradio.com. Just click on our local sports tab. That's where you can find all the results and the schedule there. All right, so we move along, and uh, we uh, come back talking a little about the NFL from yesterday and the results that happened on an NFL Sunday here on an Overreaction Monday coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. 
This is Lucas Kroenig with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. What are you grateful for this holiday season? Here at Ruhal Auto Body, we are grateful for you. We would like to say thank you to all our customers and to let them know that by choosing Ruhal Auto Body for their collision needs, they have made 2023 a gift worth unwrapping. The staff at Ruhal Auto Body would like to wish you and your family a wonderful Christmas and the best new year. Ruhal Auto Body, located on Route 40 between Effingham and Tutopolis. Say goodbye to busy signals, long hold times, and missed calls. This is Cleet Beerman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now you can text us with a question, order a part, even send us a picture of the part you need. You don't need any special equipment, and you can text us from any smartphone. It's faster and more efficient than calling. So supercharge your communication with us. Move to the front of the line for parts and service by texting Crossroads Truck Equipment 217-347-0456. And now, now here's the thing. I was just looking at ESPN. They have their team stats, and I almost choked on the water I hadn't drank yet because it says for the Saints, they've given up nine points per game. That's it. The starting lineup. That is not right. It's just the playoffs. No. It's, it's cumulative of the season, I believe. Well, maybe not. It's just the playoffs. No, because they give up. Okay. It is. You're right. Okay, never mind. Don't listen to me. I'll be sitting over here being quiet. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. The Blues give up three goals in the first period of their 4-1 loss to the Arizona Coyotes on Saturday. Blues now have 25 points and a 12-10-1 record. They visit Vegas tonight. Missouri Tigers are on a four-game winning streak as they beat Wichita State 82-72. St. Louis fell to SIU 101-62. Billkins are now 5-4 on the season. Other college basketball action from over the weekend. SIU Edwardsville lost to Troy on Saturday. Lindenwood fell to Idaho State 76-70. Missouri State went down against Drake 74-57. Eastern Illinois crushed St. Louis COP 112-50 on Sunday. Southeastern Missouri State took down at Missouri Baptist 84-56. Western Illinois was edged by South Dakota 70-68. Speaking of Mizzou, they'll be playing in the Cotton Bowl as they finish the year at 10-2. and two. They're going to face number 7, Ohio State. Tigers have not played against Ohio State since 1998. Blackhawks give up three goals in the first period as they also lost 4-1 to the Wild as well over the weekend. The Hawks now 14 points and a 7-16-0 record. The Hawks host Nashville tomorrow night. And the Bulls controlled the second half during a 124-118 win over the Newark Pelicans. On Saturday, DeMar DeRozan had 24 points. Kobe White had 31 in the victory. Chicago will host Charlotte on Wednesday. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center Reads. So we dogged on the Bulls last week, yeah. and they get the win. Got the win over Zion. Ah. And the Pelicans. Yeah. So, Zion, you must really stink. Okay, look at the Bulls go. You can't beat a team that is fighting. Beat the Bucks, now beat the Pelicans. Yeah. So, 
with their players too. Bulls maybe turning it around. I don't know how much Levine played, but yeah, I don't know. I wasn't up on the NBA this weekend. Well, neither was anyone else. Zion had 27 points in that game. One thing I was all about yesterday was football, of course, and just running down here from ESPN, uh, the Colts. Look at them go. They're seven and five. Mm-hmm. Five and one on the road. And then one there in Tennessee in overtime, 31-28 yep. was the final score. I mean, I don't want to admit it, but Minshew Magic. It's there. Is working. In it's Indy, there. At least this season. Uh, Derrick Henry did go down with a concussion there and going through a concussion protocol today. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. This one was a game that people are calling for. You should probably, if you attended this game, should get a refund. Six to nothing. Yeah. Chargers winning over the Patriots. Yeah. It was ugly. Bowling shoe ugly. Yes. It was there yesterday in New England. <sighs> the Lions and uh, Saints, that made up for it. Yeah. Is, that was a entertaining game, high-scoring one as well. The Saints came back there. Detroit, man, they were up 21 nothing at one point, uh, but ended up winning the game 33-28 uh, there against the Saints. Uh, the Falcons, they put a dent in the Aaron Rodgers return plans as now the Jets are 4-8, and 13-8. This was also mm. a uh, ugly game yeah. as well. Uh, but maybe it had a little bit to do with the weather in the Northeast. Maybe. This weekend. Uh, the Cardinals and the Steelers had their dealing with weather as well, but the Cardinals ended up winning here 24-10. And it looks like the uh, Steelers, Kenny Pickett, is going to be having surgery mm-hmm. on his ankle. So he's going to be out for the next couple weeks. So if you want to avoid your first losing season in forever, Mike Tomlin's first ever losing season, you're now going to have to rely on Mitchell Trubisky for the rest of the way. The greatest Bears quarterback of the past decade, Travis. <laughs> You say that, and that is not a joke. That's probably no, I wasn't saying it jokingly, Travis. That's accurate. I was, I was being accurate with it. <laughs> the greatest Bears quarterback of the decade, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, and that's who Pittsburgh's got. Uh, the Dolphins, they won over the uh, Commanders pretty easily and improves the Dolphins to 9-3, 45-2-15. More to say about this game oh. later. Uh, the uh, Texans won over the uh, Broncos as a late INT sealed the win for the Texans, and it was a 22-17 to win, and said, look at the Colts go, look at the Texans go. Yeah. They're 7-5 as well, snapping the Broncos' winning streak that they were on. That's the problem for the Colts. As good as they've been, the Texans have been just, just as good. Just as good. Yep, absolutely. And look at the AFC South, put some respect on their name. I know. We uh, all dog them. Yeah, we do. And look at them. The Bucks they got the win over the uh, Panthers, so the Bears fans can appreciate that. Yep. Panthers now 1-11 on the season. 21-18 uh, was the final. Uh, my Rams won over the uh, Browns 36-19. Rams looking good there yesterday. Uh, Nakua had a touchdown. Cup had a touchdown. Stafford had three total on the day. Uh, the 49ers, look at this. When Brack Purdy actually plays the whole game, uh, they whooped up on the Eagles. 42-19 to yep. 19 was the final score there. Brock Purdy had four touchdowns. Jalen Hurts went out momentarily with the concussion protocol, but he eventually got back in there. But it was over from there. 
get the crying sound effect, Travis, for all those Eagles I fans. I know. I saw that one. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very worried about the Eagles. Only their second loss in the season. I know, right? They have it so tough. <laughs> They're still in the number one seed right now. Yep. As of now, but they got a showdown with Dallas on Sunday Night Football next week. And uh, the Packers, look at them go. They've really turned it on here. And with Taylor Swift in attendance, they win over the Chiefs, 27-2 at 19. Yep. <sighs> you know, a lot's been talked about that hey, that Hail Mary there at the very end, a lot of pushing and shoving mm-hmm. that happens on every Hail Mary attempt. Yes. And also some questionable officiating late in that one, the – a uh, late hit on Patrick Mahomes, even though he was still in bounds. Uh, but then the officials did a makeup call by not calling that defensive pass interference on Valdez scaling mm-hmm. late in the game. That would have set the Chiefs up pretty good on the doorstep. But tick for tat, they're on bad officiating in that one. Yep. It's a shame that Taylor Swift had to watch this. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. And had to watch our boyfriend go down. Her beau. Her love. Travis Kelsey. Hey, you know what? Love conquers all. That's, uh, yeah, that's all that matters. Uh, the Monday night game of tonight, the Jags. They will be hosting the uh, Bengals. Jaguars favored by 10 in this one on Monday night football this evening. So that is what you have to look forward to tonight. Yay. As the Bears fans got a week off of from suffering. As they had a bye this week with the Bills, Raiders, Vikings, Giants, Ravens, all on buys as well mm-hmm. for week 13. And it concludes tonight. All right, we're up against it, and we need to close it out. And we need to close it out with the uh, top three top three moments from the uh, sports weekend uh, coming up in a jiffy to close out the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world, but together we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. And now, the starting lineup. It is disrespectful to have the softball national championship at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What is that? On 98.9 The Game. Back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. Only here on 98.9 of Richard Zaya, smidge a bit longer, but we need to close it out. Close it out with the top three. And now, it's time for the top three. 
top three moments from the uh, sports weekend in a no particular order, but I'll start off with a Maya number three. I said more to come with that uh, Dolphins and Commanders game. We had a score gummy. All right. That 45 to 15 was the 1,082nd unique score in NFL history. Always a good thing when we have a scorigami. I'm always glad that you know when the scorigamis are happening. Yeah. It makes my day. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about it. I already went into enough. But the sham that was the college football playoff committee. Mm-hmm. Top three is never always good. No. That one was not good. No. Uh, but my number two is good. Not every day you get to go to the Iraq and have a, a dominating performance as Illinois won there on a Saturday against Rutgers. Terrence Shannon Jr. having a nice game, double-double, 23 points, 10 rebounds to blow out the Scarlet Knights there at the rack. My number two is also Illinois basketball, getting that big win over Rutgers, Travis, and I tip my hat to the Illini. They are playing some good basketball heading into the big matchup tomorrow night, much better than FAU is playing right now. So, That's right. Uh, I'm all for the Illini. Good defense as well there against Rutgers yeah, as well. Played was. really good ball. was. So nice to see First you. First Big Ten win of the year. I know. Feels good. We're 1-0 in the Big Ten. And uh, speaking of the uh, Big Ten, uh, that's where I have my number one uh, spot. And it's Iowa in the uh, championship game. Didn't score one time, costing an Iowa bar very much money. As they handed out free drinks, they ran a promotion. They handed out free beer until Iowa scored. Ooh. Which they did not. Ooh. Bad promotion tactic there, mm, but mm, mm, mm. hey, I hope it was worth it giving away all those free drinks. Yep. Mm. My number one, Travis, you mentioned just a moment ago, the winning streak of the Chiefs in front of Taylor Swift has ended. The uh, honeymoon stage is over there for the Chiefs and Taylor Swift as they got their first loss. They were 4-0 entering last night's game, but their yeah. first loss, maybe now all of the broadcasters will quit talking about. I mean, last night, I didn't think they talked about it. No, 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 no. I just thought it was funny. The one time they didn't talk about it, they lost. Yeah. Some of that Taylor magic. I guess so. But not to be. Yep. Not to be, and they lost to, I guess, Jordan Love, who's being crowned as a Hall of Famer now. I guess so. Aaron who? Just looked like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers last night. I couldn't stand that but mm-hmm. uh that's neither here nor there being a, a packer hater but uh that was the top three moments from uh, the uh, weekend we got more to say in uh, the uh pod with our pick em game to uh, recap and we'll see if we can track down some oh, yeah, mlb hot stove, hot stove mm-hmm. rumors in the pod as well so uh coming up next here on espn radio is uh, carlin versus joe following that is uh, freddie and harry enjoy the rest of your espn radio afternoon Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Suzuki, the call. Oh, no, no. Oh, my goodness. Welcome back in. Welcome to overtime of the uh, start in the lineup. Trev Sparks, Eric Fry still here. And we got more stuff to uh, talk about. We got Pick'em to uh, recap. We got baseball to talk about. We got to see if there's any hot stove or rumors going on in the winter meetings in uh, Nashville. 
And we also got some of this date in sports history as well. Mm-hmm. We take a look back. Mm-hmm. But first, before we do any of that, is there anything on sports center you wanted to clean up? Yeah, uh, just a little bit. Uh, Northwestern Wildcats handed number one Purdue its first loss of the season, 82-88 to 88 in overtime on Friday. The Wildcats are now 6-1. and one. And want to know on Big Ten play, they'll take on Detroit Mercy next Sunday. Yeah, just the kryptonite of uh, Purdue is mm-hmm. Northwestern, apparently. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is the second time that they won against the Boilermakers. Mm-hmm. So this one was an OT. You might have missed it because it happened on Friday. Right, right. Um, speaking of uh, colleges, Travis, uh, some area colleges will be, well, not close to us, but Illinois colleges will be playing in some bowl games. Um, December 23rd, Northern Illinois is going to play Arkansas State in the Camarillo Bowl in Alabama. As of this moment, we are planning to broadcast that game right here on, well, not right here, but on 99 the game. Sure. Northwestern will take on Utah in the Las Vegas Bowl. Mm. And Notre Dame goes up against Oregon State in the Sun Bowl on the 29th in El Paso. So, mm. there you go. Texans will be without their breakout rookie wide receiver for the remainder of the season. NFL Network reports that Houston went out. Tank Dell suffered a season-ending fractured fibula. During Sunday's win over the Broncos. Hmm. Not good there. No. Saints quarterback Derek Carr was placed in the NFL's concussion protocol. Again, not good there. Um, the finalist for the Heisman winner will be announced tonight. So, be on the lookout for that. Oh, yeah. Heisman. Yep. Players that are in the mix for this year's Heisman include Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., Jaden Daniels, Marvin Harrison Jr., and Jordan Travis. The winner of the award will be announced on Saturday, but we'll know the finalists tonight. I say it should be Jordan Travis, how important he is to Florida State. Apparently. I mean, they can't even make the playoffs without him. Yeah. Um, Houston has hired Willie Fritz as their new head football coach, who was Tulane. Um, mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, NBA in-season tournament tips off today. The quarterfinals. Yep. Tips off today. Again, we will have the semifinals on Thursday, mm-hmm. so be on the lookout for that one. Jim Leland has been inducted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, the Brewers are giving their top prospect a record-breaking deal as Jackson Cheerio agreed to an eight-year, $82 million contract on Sunday. It's the most money given to a player before making their major league debut. I did see that. 19-year-old hit 280 in AA last season and earned a late promotion to AAA. I hope he I hope he was worth it. I hope he's worth it. And Sky Shuffler won the Hero World Championship there in the Bahamas. Uh, Sepp Streka finished second, 17-under par. Justin Thomas was third at 16-under. Tiger Woods ended the tournament in 18th place, finishing even in his first event since the 2023 Masters. Yeah. Kind of fell off the... Fell off there at the end. Did he did? Tiger. Yeah, I was rooting for him, but it just mm. couldn't couldn't keep it going. Nope. So there is that. Um, that's Sports Center, Travis. That's your Sports Center. Uh, so the uh, college basketball polls that just uh, came out for the latest rankings, and uh, they line I are number twenty now. Moving up. Climb four spots. So twentieth. Entering that uh, matchup with FAU yep. tomorrow, that all-important FAU a matchup that this show is very interested in. I've already given up on FAU, Travis. Oh, I told you no, that. no. Yes. You can't say that now. I said it a week ago After, when they lost. That yeah. It's not the same team. Yeah, yeah. 
It's almost like I I was right. Travis was Again. right. I'll give you that one. Again. So. Travis is right. He's always right. He's the brains of the whole operation. That's right. Even though Florida Atlantic is still ranked ahead of Illinois, I do think Illinois will get this win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm more concerned about Tennessee losing to George Mason, if I'm honest. But Mm. George Mason, 7-1 on the year. Tennessee at number 10, 4-3. Yeah. Uh, Duke also took a loss on Saturday mm-hmm. as well to go to five and three, and uh, Marquette lost on Saturday as well. So didn't realize that one. But by the way, good luck uh, tomorrow night in Evansville. They take on BYU. That's a uh, number nineteen ranked BYU team. Evansville. Travis seven and one on the year. Mm. Trying to pull off the upset. Yeah, how about that? And uh, Purdue and Iowa are gonna tip off tonight. Yep. So, back-to-back conference games for Purdue here. Not fun. No. So, yeah, Illinois, 1-0 in the Big Ten, and Purdue's 0-1. Mm. Take it that. Take that. Illinois, Illinois better than Purdue. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Question mark. All right. It is one game. Still early. Yeah, it's one game. (laughs) All right, uh, before we talk about some uh, baseball, we want to get to this date in sports history. Do you want to do that or pick them? Oh, uh, let's Just do this we date. Were we were talking college. All right, let's do this day. Mm-hmm. On this date, 1977, Tampa Bay Buccaneers extended their losing streak to 26 games <laughs> to begin their franchise history. They were 0-14 and 76, started 77-0-12. They would snap the streak by winning their final two games of the season, but the 26-game losing streak remains the longest in the Super Bowl era. On this date in 2003, Travis, the Red Sox announced the hiring of Terry Francona. I think he had a pretty good run there for the Red Sox, didn't he? I think he did. Yep. I'd say so. Led him to two World Series. Yeah. Uh, also on this day in 2007, Travis, the Tigers acquired Miguel Cabrera and Dontrell Willis from the Marlins in exchange for six prospects. Detroit traded Andrew Miller, Cameron Mabin, as well as other highly regarded minor leaders. So, I think it worked out okay for the Tigers. Getting Dontrell and Miguel Cabrera and only giving up Andrew Miller and Cameron Mabin. Mm-hmm. Right. On this day in 2010, Cam Newton threw for 335 yards, runs for 72 yards, and accounts for six touchdowns. Number one, Auburn beats number 19, South Carolina. 56 to 17 in the SEC championship game in Atlanta. Yes, that was your SEC title game. Auburn and South Carolina. Oof, that's rough. That's a rough one. Yeah. And finally, Travis, on this day in 2013, number one Michigan State loses at home by 14 to unranked North Carolina in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Hmm. There you go. There you go. That's this day in sports history. All right. Uh, then, uh, now let's get to, uh, pick them here. Alrighty. Football pick them. Let's recap. Let's recap how we did. Alrighty. We will start. I'm pulling up the, uh, results here to make sure I, I get them correct. So here. I have my paper in front of me. Yep. Uh, Pac-12 championship. It was Oregon minus nine and a half versus Washington. We both picked Washington, Travis. 
We both took wins there because Washington got the win. Yep. Uh, On the FCS side of things, SIU took on Idaho in the second round of the FCS playoffs. Uh, Travis went with uh, Idaho. I picked SIU, and it was Idaho who got the win. Uh, they won it 20 to 17 in overtime over SIU, but it was Idaho plus or minus six and a half. So Travis took an L on that one. I took the win there because it was a three-point game. Big 12 title game. It was Texas minus 15 taking on Oklahoma State. We both went with Texas. We both took wins in that one. As uh, minus 15 was a pretty big number, but uh, yeah, I don't think anyone had any doubt that Texas was going to cover that one. Right. Um, next, we had the Big Ten title game. It was Michigan minus 22 against Iowa. Travis went Michigan. I went Iowa. Travis gets the win on that one because Michigan won by 26. Thanks, yes. Iowa, for nothing. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Next, we had the ACC title game. Florida State minus one and a half against Louisville. We both went with Louisville, Travis, because we had no faith in this Florida State team, just like the rest of the college football playoff committee. And uh, they won and shocked us. And so, therefore... Uh, we both took L's there. Right. Uh, SEC title game, it was Georgia minus five. Travis went with Georgia. I went Alabama. Alabama ended up getting the win in that one by three. I'll take a win in that one. Mm. Sunday, Lions minus four and a half at the Saints. We both picked the Lions. We both took wins in that one. Yeah. And Colts minus one at the Titans. We both went Colts, and we both got wins there. Mm. So at this point in the season, if you were perfect, you'd have 296 points. Uh-huh. Travis, you have 109 Okay. I have 113. Mm. Record-wise, if you were perfect, you'd be 132 and 0. Travis, you are yeah. 78 and 54, and I am 89 and 43. Mm. That is where we stand. But we got lots of bowl games coming up. Mm. We do. Should be picking. Lots of ground to make up for. Yep. And a lot more NFL action as well. Yeah. So that is uh, your pick'em. Very well. So let's uh, close out uh, today's uh, show uh, taking a look at MLB uh, baseball and the hot stove. Hot stove rumors, winter meetings, of course, if you've been living under a rock Mm -hmm. happening in Nashville. And all about the moving and shaking, of course, what the Cardinals do, what Shohei Otani does. Yep. And uh, everyone to fall, fall in line after that. Right. So let's let's kind of you know. There was one trade that was made before the winter meetings officially started. Mm-hmm. That was the Braves getting a big um, outfielder, yeah, there from the Mariners. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people looked at it as the Mariners clearing cap space. You even mentioned earlier in the show about doing that, and it yeah. is, but it's not to go up Shohei Otani. It is to possibly re-engage the Rays with talks on Randy Rose Arena as well as the Rays' third baseman. Now, these two teams had had talks earlier this offseason about these players, and financially the Mariners couldn't make it work at the time. So now they've traded some players away. Possibly that finance is there to do that. The domino effect of that is there are reports saying that if the Rays make that move, they will have the freedom to not have to trade Tyler Glasnow. No, they would they would be able to keep him um, for one more year and then try to negotiate with him long term, possibly. So that is, you know, the trickle down effect of that for both our teams, both our teams, you know, 
are are one of many, many, many teams that are in on Tyler Glass now. There's a lot of teams mm-hmm. talking about Tyler. So yeah. Um, on the Braves side of things, Travis, mm-hmm. one of the players they got in that trade is Marco Gonzalez. Yep. There are reports that he's going to be traded. They are likely to trade him, um, basically because he's owed, you know, about twelve million to fifteen million if there's an option there, and. Let's face it, the Braves already have four pretty good starters. Yeah. Strider, Freed, Morton, and Elder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even in, in-house, in they have some pretty good prospects as well. Yeah. So, But that doesn't mean Gonzalez is not a good fit for some teams. There's a lot of teams just looking for someone to eat up innings on their starting right. rotation. And one of the teams that kind of stuck out to me, there were two of them that stuck out to me, actually, and that is the Padres. Mm-hmm. Could Marco Gonzalez be in a Juan Soto to the Braves trade? Juan Soto to the Braves. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'd be a piece of that. I'm not sure. saying one of. Well, yeah, of course. You know, but the the Padres are looking for some pitching help because they've obviously not re-signing Blake Snell. Mm-hmm. Um. So they need some help. So I could see them wanting to get someone who's a veteran for one year who can just eat up innings and get through games. Mm -hmm. The other team, Travis, that I was intrigued by is the White Sox. Possibly the Braves being on Dylan Cease. Maybe. And again, sending them a pitcher pitcher back. So the Braves, as well as being in on Shohei Otani, there's a lot of gaining momentum about the Braves trying to cut salary to try and get Shohei Otani and be in on Otani. Right. Um, the one name I saw is Marcelo Zuna. Mm-hmm. If the Braves trade Marcelo Zuna, then the Braves are going after somebody. Is it Otani or is it Yamamoto? One of the two probably. But yeah. if they make that move, they're going after somebody. Right. Um, so that is a name Oof. to be on the lookout for over the winter meetings is Marcelo Zuna. If he gets moved... I'm saying within the next 24 to 48 hours, the Braves are in on somebody. Yeah. And it's just going to kind of be a trickle-down effect from there. Oof. Keeping it in the NL Central, the Brewers are close to finalizing the deal to bring back Wade Miley. Ah. So, there you go. Oh, Wade Miley. Wade Miley on that one. How about um, that? I know you were you were on bated breath for that one. Yes. Um, and we also heard from uh, Mo this morning, Travis. He did. And he basically said our offense is good. Mm-hmm. So Cardinal fans, don't look for any upgrades on the offensive sides. I think Cardinal fans kind of knew that was coming. Yeah. But he did say they're listening specifically. The name he mentioned was Tyler O'Neill. Right. Tyler and O'Neill he, is being shopped. I mean, yeah, he specifically said yes. that we're listening for offers for because Tyler he, O'Neill. Because he ran down like who he thought the outfield would be, and then he said if his the fourth season outf- started yeah. tomorrow, and then he said his fourth outfielder, and it wasn't Tyler O'Neill. So Dylan Carlson. That tells me where the Cardinal organization thinks of Tyler O'Neill right now. Um, and O'Neill, to me, Travis is a very, very intriguing player out there. Because if I am a team looking for some help, one year, he's a free agent after next year, maybe he comes in and has a Bellinger year. Maybe he's healthy, and he can have a Bellinger type of year, mm-hmm. which would be great for him. He could go into the free agent market as a commodity, as opposed to right now, if he was a free agent, I don't know if anyone would want him because of his injury history. 
Yeah. So the, the two people they didn't he didn't mention uh for the offensive side of things he didn't mention a D, a dh nope and he also i'm assuming the catcher position is solid too because uh-huh. he didn't he didn't mention anything about nope. wilson with nope. the infield nope. all right <laughs> just curious he left those out yeah he left those out travis um whit merrifield is in nashville for the winter meeting so be on the lookout for that see where Whit Merrifield ends up. <laughs> I know that's – everyone wants to know where he's going to go. The big, big fish. The big fish there. Um, let me see here. I'm, I'm updating to make sure I got everything. Um, that's about the Glasnow. There are some insiders who believe Glasnow will be going to the Cubs. I, I personally don't see that happening, but there's a lot of people. Um, another name that keeps getting brought up for the Cubs is Reese Hoskins. Um, a lot of people forget about him because he was out all of 2023 due to an ACL tear. Um, but even if he has a just gets a one-year deal like a Cody Bellinger last year, that would be great for him and the Cubs, kind of him to prove himself. Cubs get a first baseman who could really do some damage. Mm-hmm. Um, also, for the Cubs, be on the lookout for um, Brent Suter. Obviously, with the Craig Council tie-ins. Yeah. Um, and Brandon Woodruff um, as well, possibly, mm-hmm. um, out there for, for Chicago. Uh, the Yankees no longer are exclusive in Juan Soto talks. Take that for what you will. Yeah. But over the weekend, there were strong reports that it was going to be Yankees getting Soto. And now those reports have cooled hmm. because um, they were asking way too much and the Yankees weren't wanting to part with everything. So from all intents and purposes, the talks have broken down and mm-hmm. the Yankees may not be in on Soto. Hmm. Really? So that could be an interesting piece of the puzzle as far as teams that miss out on Shohei trying to then go get Juan Soto. Yeah. Hmm. Um, is there anything else? I don't think so. Uh, Cubs are targeting uh, Guardians closer Emmanuel Kloss. So yep, be on the lookout for that. And Mr. Otani. We can't go a day without talking to Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to know where he's going, Travis. Yeah, where's he going? Everyone wants to know. Well, there is a report out of Yahoo Japan. Uh-huh. I'm steering the internet for these, Travis. <laughs> yeah, deep cuts. Uh, Japanese that, Yahoo. He has visited Oracle Park. Mm-hmm. He has met with Bob Melvin and Buster Posey. Mm-hmm. Now, what is significant about this? First of all, we heard if any meetings got out that that would immediately eliminate a team from contention. Mm-hmm. And second of all, we haven't heard of him meeting with any other teams or visiting any other ballparks or anything like that. Yeah. That makes you wonder if the Giants are the favorites at this point. Well, wasn't that like a rumor all, a while back that he didn't want – anything to get leaked out of who yep. he was meeting with yep. and whatnot. So maybe that kind of scared teams off Could of be. trying to keep these meetings close to the vest. Cause if that rumor was true or well, he didn't want it to come out if he was meeting with you and that would take you off the list. So could, could be. So that's why I thought that we haven't really heard very much. 
Keeping um, everything close. Sorry, I just got some. Uh, according to everyone at winter meetings, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on the X at this point, Travis. Something is happening. Something will be happening soon. That is the feeling there in Nashville. Something is happening. So, I mean, basically what you're saying is that we need to get off the podcast because as soon as we, we stop, something breaking will happen. Uh-huh. Because I, I don't know what it is, um, but something is, is happening uh, at the winter meetings, uh, according to people who are there on the ground. Um, I don't know what that is. But uh, I'm I'm gonna be keeping my eye on it, because um, everyone's been saying winter meetings have been very slow, and they have been. But uh, uh, something Didn't they just start. Uh, yeah, it like just started. Like, what do you people? So... Um, but yeah, so according to people there, the feeling is that something's getting ready to happen. So. Um, Well, maybe I'll make note of what time that we stop recording and within an hour of the show being mm-hmm. over, within that hour, something will have happened. Yep. We'll know. We'll know. Or or, or it could be nothing. And that's true. And like we've been saying all along, well, if it, the winter meetings, even though they are uh, just got started, once something happens, like uh, Otani signing, then... Things are going to go down, and things are going to go pretty quickly. And I've heard some people saying, do not expect uh, him to sign, uh, Otani to sign until late next week, possibly. Late next week? Yes. Ah, man. They keep pushing it back. I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not convinced of that. I, I think it will be before the end of this week. Um. Hmm. But again, that's who we're all waiting on. Everyone is waiting for him. Yeah, he's never. I mean, Travis, he's never had this much power probably in his whole life. Like even when he came the first time in 2017, I don't think he was. It was as this altering of all of baseball. Yeah, yeah. This feels a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah, but I would say they had power when he first came over here but yeah i would agree this okay. time it's different according to someone who's there in nashville otani is down to six dodgers cubs blue jays angels giants and braves decision expected within 72 hours 72 hours now that's from one reporter we'll see another report that is something different but that's that's kind of where we're at right now um so we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Mm. I know where I'm going to be, Travis. I'm going to be sitting here watching my phone all day. <laughs> That's true. That is probably true. <laughs> Seeing other people saying that decision has been made. He knows where he's going. So. 
Other people saying he's going to announce it on Friday because that's the same day he announced it six years ago. So it would be. Hmm. But I have nothing from from the big heads. Nothing. Which is rather odd. First day of winter meetings, and Jeff Passan, Ken Rosenthal, Bob Nightingale, none of them have tweeted anything all day. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a little right. peculiar. Yeah. So It is a little bit. It's kind of like the calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. Like we're in the eye of the hurricane. Yeah. So... Travis is over it because he knows the Cardinals aren't getting anyone. So I mean, exactly. Like, whatever. Like, whatever. <laughs> this doesn't matter. Exactly. Really you care. get it. It's just like the NFL draft. My team doesn't ever do anything, so I'm not excited. I'm not excited about this. I'm not in for Otani. It's probably a dream to get, uh, like, the two photos that I'm looking at. Yep. Look how good Yamamoto looks in Cardinal Red, uh-huh. the STL logo. Yep. It looks great. Yep. And Cease looks good, too, in Cardinal Red. Yep. But is that going to happen? No. You got, you got your starters. We're good. You're good. We're good. We like where our team is at. Yes. Unless the White it's Sox the same exact little... thing that he said at the beginning of last yep. season. Yep. And look how that turned yep. out. Yep. Yep. <sighs> Again, it will not change until you get the man making the decisions out of there. But, Carnal Caravan, coming to Mattoon. Yes, we'll have more about that in the coming weeks. <laughs> uh, yes. Travis will be our reporter there on the scene. On the ground, absolutely. He'll ask the been hard there. questions. Been there a couple times. Uh, Depending on who's there, he'll ask well, the tough questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, talk to uh, Brad last time. Yeah. Last time they talked, I mean, I'd have to say I de- we designated Kisner for assignment. And I talked to him there at yeah. the caravan, so yeah. I'm sorry. It's sorry, Kiz. Fault. It's all my fault. I would love it if, if Newt Bar was there and you could ask him about the Cardinals not signing Yamamoto and how upset he is about it. <laughs> Newt, Bar. Newt Bar ain't coming to my tomb. No. <laughs> you always get one person. We get one person, and we always get one person that isn't a star now, but could turn into, yeah, Yeah. I mean, David Freeze before 2011, and just take your pick of a couple other guys, too. I mean, Helsley was on there before he became the closer. Brandon Ryan was there one year, too. Maybe. I don't remember. Maybe. I've been to so many of those. It's been more Cardinal Caravans than Cubs. That's true. I haven't been to a single Cubs one. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, <laughs> everyone, keep refreshing your X, and uh, we will we will maybe have something to talk about in tomorrow's show. <sighs> the Jets are now reversing course. They're looking like they're going to start Zach Wilson. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, are you sure you want to come back to this organization, like this poorly run organization? <laughs> Yeah, but nope. I guess he does. I guess he does. All right. All right, so we'll be watching X for the remainder of the day or for the next couple days. we'll have nothing to talk about tomorrow. I know. Something better happen. Yeah. (laughs) But we will be talking about that Illinois game, so that's one good thing. This is not the music bed that I thought it was, but uh, that's all right. Play Uh, that, Johnny. It's Christmas music, so. I like it. Why not? Oh, holy night. It's December. Put a little holiday in your heart. 
Unfortunately, Eric, we cannot play that song due to copyright reasons. I, I don't know what song so. you're talking about. I just said to put Holiday in your heart. Oh, we cannot do that, but we can do this song. And uh, so enjoy this to uh, play us out here. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about more, hopefully, uh, stuff on the MLB front and uh, to uh, recap the uh, local sports tonight as well. Until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Peace out. The weary soul rejoices for yonder breaks a new Oh, no.